Hi, this is Carolyn, and I'm here with Aaron, and we are really excited because today we have on a local league coordinator that is doing this anonymously. Aaron, aren't you really excited to have on someone anonymously? (laughs) So we can finally hear the truth. Yes. Yes. And her real name is not Sarah, but her fake name today is going to be Sarah. I don't know if she's going to use a British accent or what she's (laughs) going to do. But um, Aaron, do you want to start with the first question? Yes, I would love to. Thanks for being on with us. We want to know what your responsibilities are as a local league coordinator, because a lot some people don't know what that means. So can you give us some of the things that you're in charge of? Sure. I'm in charge of all things league in my area, communicating with facilities regarding available courts. The biggest thing I do is scheduling league matches. I am the mediator between captains on any situation. I'm the teacher people tattle to is a lot of what my job is. Um, Um, And basically I facilitate leagues. I get people on the court and I get them playing and I keep the, the play moving through the seasons and keep people informed of the next season coming and the next play opportunity. So I'm a facilitator is I guess the best way to describe it. Gotcha. And we want to hear about the crazy stories because that's what everybody's going to be interested in. But do you have people that get upset with you about their schedule? Because we know that people, even though we know that um, like going to states now to or, you know, to your state tournament, a lot of times is a draw of a hat, draw of a ball, whatever you want to do it. And so it's it really is, um, you know, just luck of who you play. But some people swear you know, oh, we always have to play that team in our flight. Or I think people think there's just a conspiracy against their teams a lot of times. Do you feel that way with even scheduling? Um, I do. I get a lot of people who swear they're super teams in our leagues. And I know you've mentioned it before um, on your podcast. And people will say, you know, you always give the super teams more home of what matches versus away. And that's not the case. There's a system we hit generate schedule and we have to go in and modify via blackout dates, dates, courts just aren't available. Or, you know, I have some facilities that will only let me schedule so many courts at a time. So I'm not giving anybody preferential scheduling. I'm just getting you on the court. And if it happens that the super team has five home matches and you have four, it's it's just a luck of the draw. Right. That super team is just super lucky. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and I get a lot of schedule requests. I would like for our oh. seven five combo team to only play on Saturdays at nine o'clock. Yes, I would <laughs> like to be one hundred and ten pounds, and <laughs> just not happening. <laughs> right, <laughs> so. right, exactly. That's funny. Okay, so give us some good crazy stories. I'm sure you have. A oh, bunch I, of do, them, I do. Silly. Or silly. Or oh, that's. Oh, yes. Silly situations. Uh, Silly situations. Um, yes. Silly situations from Sarah. Yes. Well, <laughs> this season has been really fun because people, I don't know, people have gotten kind of bold this year. I have, I was in on a vacation recently and I got an email that people were leaning on the fence during play and it distracted the players. And so one of, the players on the court got really upset and fired a ball off into the crowd because he was like, they were leaning on the fence. They were heckling me. I did what I had to do. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. So how do you handle that? 
I'm, I'm still in the process. Go to a grievance. Committee? Well, and that's the oh, thing. Yeah. The captains have to file a grievance. So if the captain chooses to file a grievance, then we go from there. I really don't want to facilitate a grievance, um, but right now I'm the teacher going around to the diff- to the parties who weren't involved and talking to the classroom and saying, "All right, what did you see? What did you see?" So that's what I'm in the midst of right now, and these are. Grown adults. Yes, they are. I was going to say, this is an yes, adult league. <laughs> yes. And then, you know, I'm constantly having people trying to force full team forfeits. You know, things happen, schedules break down, especially in spring league or adult league, when you have five courts you have to play, that's a lot. And things happen. And especially 18 and over, because we have a lot of young parents, you know, a babysitter falls through, kid gets sick. You know, your singles player, your court to it, and she just can't come, and it's a last-minute thing. You know, things fall apart. Well, I encourage players all the time, work together. You'll have your serial, serial reschedulers. You'll have those that will you'll know immediately. You know, Jane has rescheduled yet another match. Well, she's doing that in a strategic manner because she doesn't have her best players available. But if Susie, right. who is a great captain, and... She's doing it because her lineup fell apart at the last minute. We're not forcing a full team forfeit on her. We're not. Sorry, Sue. Sorry, Jane, but Susie, you know, she had, a, you know, her singles court and two doubles courts fell apart. That's not her fault. If it's a serial issue, I address it. If it's not, I say we're not forcing a full team forfeit. We're going to work together and find new dates to play this match. And it's easier during mixed and combo because we have only three courts. So it's easier not to have that situation. Question about grievances. In our area, it costs $100 for a captain to file a grievance. $100, yeah. So I'm assuming that's different everywhere. Like, does it cost in your area not to, like... It does. ...have people figure out where you are, Sarah. But does it cost money to file a grievance? It does. It's less than $100. You send us a check for the fee, and if if the grievance is upheld, we don't cash the check. But if it is um, not upheld, we keep the money. And um, it's a way to kind of deter people from useless grievances. People get real petty real quick. And, you know, I'm sorry, but not always the nicest thing to do to say a four-letter word on the court. But people get frustrated and will once in a while do that. If you do it every time, yeah. But if somebody does it in one match, I, I don't think it's a grievable offense, in my opinion. Now, if they do it all the time, yes. But as an LLC, I've been known to say a word and have to, you know, bite my tongue and pray nobody heard it. (laughs) (laughs) But so you have the fees. I like the fees because they discourage useless grievances, in my opinion. What's the pettiest grievance you've ever gotten? Oh, the pettiest grievance I ever got was somebody showed up with not enough players and did not allow... Uh, and did not tell the opposing captain that they weren't bringing a court. And the person wanted to grieve the other captain for that. And I can kind of see it because some of our areas are about an hour apart, but this was two teams that played in the same town and are about five minutes apart. So life's going on. You know, you're going to, you're going (laughs) to spend money to file agreements for something that I discourage, but it's going to happen. Yeah. And that happens here all the time because I actually found out as a captain, don't forfeit courts until you're on site 
because we had one time we forfeited in the like early in the morning, like seven o'clock or something before a nine thirty match, because I didn't want people to go out, you know, unnecessarily get ready for tennis, go out there, think you're going to have a match and then not. So I forfeited one court. And then when we got there, one of my players didn't show up and this was spring. So we could have played four courts instead of five by making two singles and two doubles, but we had already forfeited whatever it was. Do you remember the singles quarter? We had forfeited something and the captain would not allow me to rearrange my lineup because I had already officially forfeited a court Yeah, on email. Like it was on paper. And so we had to play three doubles instead. So we didn't, we didn't have it. So we had to play three, three courts to win five. Well, luckily we won all three, but you know, we would have had a better chance if we had played four courts out of five. Well, and I've had one situation this year where there was a reschedule that was it, a lot of rain in the spring, lots of, you know, can you do it this time, this time, this time? Well, they agreed upon a time. The captains agreed, and the text thread clearly shows they agreed, but there was some sort of miscommunication. And so on the day of the match, you know, the makeup match, okay, we're going to play at this time all three court or three of these courts. And no, 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 I said I only had two available that day. Well, via the text thread, you said you had three. And it was like having to go and read between the lines and make sure you you read right. everything correctly. And, you know, it was, well, based on what I'm reading, you agreed to three courts. You didn't agree to two. But you'll see about three texts up where I said I only had two available that day. And the captain was smart because the captain confirmed down in the text, I am confirming three courts with you for this date. Yes, I'm confirming three courts. Once again, I'm confirming three courts. And she confirmed for the second time. So when it was brought to my attention, I said, you're forfeiting that court tonight. We're not making it up. You're forfeiting it because you agreed. You confirmed. I understand there was a lot of back and forth that really confused everybody, but the confirmation twice finished. Yeah. Do you feel like an attorney half the I time do. in your job? I do. I'll bet you do. I do. And, you know, and you won't... How do I say it? You want everybody to like you, but everybody's not going right. to like you. And you want to be fair. And it's hard to be completely unbiased, but you have to. And, you know, I play, I have dear, dear friends that I'm very close to, but I have to say, nope, don't talk to me about that. I wish, I wish you could talk to me about that, about that but you can't because it's going to fall at my feet. And when it does, it's like a juror. I can't know anything about it prior to. So, and that's hard because I like gossip and it's hard not being in all the gossip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Thanks very much to our anonymous local league coordinator. We have one more episode where she tells us the funniest reasons someone's given for defaulting a court and also what she would like adult recreational players to know. We hope you check out our website, which is secondservepodcast.com. Thanks so much for listening and hope to see you on the courts soon.